Hey everyone, it's Cassie. And this is Chrissy. And this is Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. This past Wednesday, the U.S. Capitol was attacked by Trump supporters in a failed coup attempt. Their goal, I guess, was to overturn the election that he lost fair and square. I swear it's like every day I watch the news, they have to reiterate that Joe Biden did in fact win the election fairly. And um, that same day, Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly, had historic victories in the Georgia Senate runoff race. They flipped the seats from Republican to Democrat. Warnock is now the first Black senator in Georgia, and Ossoff is the first Jewish senator in Georgia. So on a day that history was made, (laughs) more history was made later that afternoon. Yeah, I have to say, um, going off of, I'll talk about like the Georgia race first. That is like huge for America in every way, because not only do you have now a black man and a Jewish man, but now I feel like it's going to, Joe Biden's going to have an easier time because now Democrats run the House, the Senate, and the president is a Democrat. So I feel like it's a step in the right direction. And then even when Joe Biden was condemning the uh, domestic terrorists at the Capitol, he even said he like even mentioned like the race divide in this country and how black people are treated way more unfairly. So, yeah, I think the Georgia race was huge. And for America, that was such a great accomplishment. But then, of course, uh, there wasn't as much as tension, attention as I would have liked on it because of what happened at the Capitol, which is a disgrace and absolutely disgusting. Yeah, it, it's really unfortunate because um, with people like Stacey Abrams, who worked so hard to ensure that more Black, Brown, and Indigenous people are registered to vote and historic um, turnout numbers for voters and seeing these things happen in real time, it's like, it's such a joyous moment and it was just ruined by these terrorists that stormed the Capitol. Yeah, um, I'm so glad you mentioned Stacey Abrams because she's literally the reason that uh, Georgia turns like that. She was working like day in, day out just to get these voters out there and it really did work. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like you know, like, the attention was kind of taken away from that, and obviously it was turned to the Capitol, which was disgusting, and I know we're going to get into the Capitol because there is a lot to talk about, and it's absolutely horrifying, but I'm glad we highlighted the Georgia race and the victory there. For sure. Also, um, you know, there were a lot of images and videos that came out with that attack on Wednesday, and one thing that I saw in particular were There were people with sweatshirts that had the date on it, January 6th. And that is a clear indication that this attack was planned way far in advance. And I've seen TikToks of people talking about their plans to come to D.C. to storm the Capitol. Um, People were talking about it on Facebook. Nobody that I follow, but I've seen, like, um, posts about it. So the government knew that this was going to happen. And the lack of 
enforcement that was put into place to stop this was appalling. Like yeah. I saw, um, I saw people, the people that were walk, literally walking in to the Capitol. It looked like a scheduled group tour at a museum. Yeah, it was, and um, I'm glad you said that because actually. They mentioned how during the summer when all the Black Lives Matter, when all the pre- peaceful protests and the marches were happening, um, Washington, D.C., among many other cities, actually boarded up stores in preparation for the marches and the protests. And they were guarding up places, including like the Capitol and stuff. And then yesterday, this was planned. I mean, how do you not know about this? And they literally took the gate down. There's a video of one of the officers taking a gate down, which allowed the protesters to get um, over to the Capitol, which is absolutely mind-blowing. And I know me and you talked about this, Chrissy, but I had mentioned how, uh, you know, even I said this, like everyone on social media, like if that was Black Lives Matter protesters um, at the Capitol, there would be shots fired, so many more murders, but... Uh, that's not true because Black Lives Matters protesters wouldn't even be allowed that close to the Capitol. They would not even have made it two hundred and feet, two hundred feet within the Capitol. Exactly. That's, that's the craziest thing to me. Like they knew, like, and Black Lives Matters protesters are marching for the unjust death of an innocent black man, and these people are fighting because the president lost fair and square and they allowed them to storm into the Capitol. And obviously they were outnumbered, but to even allow them to get that close when you knew this was happening, like how, you know, like how? It makes no sense to me. And like you said, with the black lives matter protests, those protesters were peaceful. The violence was incited by the law enforcement with using um, tear gas and rubber bullets and just so much excessive force for people who are simply asking for justice. Meanwhile, you have these hooligans running up on the Capitol Hill and I saw a cop um, holding hands with one of the Trump supporters, like helping her down the steps. Why do you care if she makes it down the steps safely? And one took, there was, there's a video of one of the officers taking a selfie with one of the protesters, okay? Also, do you remember during the Black Lives Matters protest, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, where he opened fire at the protesters? Mm-hmm. And he was not met with violence. They didn't. And it's just mind blowing. Like, it's so clear. And during the summer when all the peaceful protests were going on, Trump supporters were all over social media saying the most disgusting thing about these protesters, saying. These people have no um, love for this country. They're all animals, this, that, and the other. And now they either support what's going on at the Capitol or they've been extremely quiet, have not even said one thing about it. And also, there's just so much here. Like, it's insane. All the people yesterday were the people screaming Blue Lives Matters in the summer, but a cop was killed at the Capitol because he was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. So now these people were screaming Blue Lives Matters, but they killed a cop. Right, and it's it's very clear that Blue Lives Matter was only created in spite of Black Lives Matter because Blue Lives is not a thing. And it's like, this is supposed to be the people who stand for law and order, yet you're smashing windows in a government building. You're fighting these cops. 
fighting. Like, I don't, I don't were, get it. Yeah, they were fighting them, putting their hands on them. Um, they had people had weapons, like the craziest thing ever. And what I find mind blowing is so four people passed away. Now everyone knows about the woman that was shot. Um, because she was trying to enter where they were holding senators. And they said, step back, step back, step back. And she wasn't listening. What I find crazy is that four people died. I cannot even imagine the number if there were more people of color there and black people there. Like, you know what it would have looked like out there? And I think that is the biggest issue here. It's a double standard. And Blue Lives Matters literally is just meant to be anti-black. And that was very clear this past week been you know how many body bags there would have been and yeah, i would have looked at cemetery. like right i don't even say that to be to be funny at all i'm being it's so true serious. it would have looked like a war zone no joke there would have been blood all over those steps and that's not an exaggeration nope i didn't see not one person from the national guard yeah uh remember Eventually, they called the National Guard, but remember, he held off on it. Trump held off on calling the National Guard. And if you literally look at footage from the peaceful protests in the summer, the way the cops were getting aggressive with them when they weren't even doing anything, and then if you look at the way the the terrorists at the Capitol were being treated, it is literally like night and day, and it's disgusting. And I am glad that Joe Biden mentioned it in his speech yesterday. Um, it's about time. Um, but still, there's just so much more work to do, and it was so obvious how racist this country is. Yeah. We live in two completely different Americas. There was no urgency in their faces to be discreet, to be any type of civil at all, and I didn't see any urgency from the armed forces to get them out. Like, they were very gentle with them. They were it looked like they were trying to reason with them. If anything, try to help them. I, I don't understand that's not your job. That's not your job. Like you're supposed to get these people out. Like why? They're hooligans. And to add, none of them were wearing masks. And it's funny because I said four people die. Some died um, from complications in the hospital. I don't know of what, but no one was wearing masks. And I saw a few videos there were a few security and cops that did try to stop them. Uh, there's a video of one of like of a cop or police officer like being chased up the stairs by a bunch of protesters, and he's trying to stop them, and he is not using violence like he could have. And the cop was black, so now it's just like, what more do you want? Like, like these these rioters, these terrorists, they literally do not care. Like, I don't know what's going through their brain. Like, what like. It's insane. And there were there were Nazi flags being flown. Mm-hmm. There were Confederate flags being flown. Oh, get this. Someone had a Georgia flag. They thought it was the flag of the state of Georgia. It was the flag from the country of Georgia. So honestly, <laughs> that, that right there just says everything we need to know. Like, that right there says everything we need to know about these people. Literally. And then they're going to take pictures and post about what they did. Like, are you that dumb? Because now the FBI is going to come for you. So I think that right there just is everything we need to know about these writers. But yeah, I'm absolutely disgusted. And uh, for the president and all his people to incite this, I mean, it's horrifying. And 
The world's laughing at America right now. For sure. I swear it was like, I couldn't help but to laugh because it literally looked like they were on a field trip. Literally, like walking through with their phones out. They had like tripods, taking videos. One guy was at the podium screaming God knows what. That other guy was in Nancy Pelosi's office with his feet kicked up. And he took an envelope stole- in her office. Yeah, he stole her mail. And posted it. It's a federal crime. I, I just, I can't wrap my head around all of the asinine actions I witnessed, all of the malarkey I heard. It, it was just so baffling that I just could not help mind, but laugh. What blows my mind is like the reaction people had in the summer to the peaceful protests. That's what blows my mind because the people at the Capitol were those people. And now a lot of Trump supporters are quiet on social media, but they were quick to call out the peaceful protesters, which does not sit right with me. And another thing in the same breath, I do want to call out. Obviously, after uh, the events at the Capitol, um, there are a lot of like Republican senators or just uh, Republicans in Congress or in office who, you know, uh, condemned Trump and called him out and say they don't support him anymore. Someone left the party, became an independent, and this, that, and the other. And I feel like people are praising them on social media, but I, no, you're not supposed to be praising these people because they created this monster. Like, mm-hmm. yes, it's good that they're condemning them. And even though a couple people are still supporting him, but like, there are many that did condemn him. Um, but you cannot condemn him just after this. There is one Republican I saw, Mitt Romney, who's been condemning him throughout his presidency. But even him, you can't congratulate someone for doing the right thing. So other than Mitt Romney, there were a lot of other Republican senators or like Mitch McConnell who condemned it. And everyone was like, wow, like he did that. He No, I'm, like, I'm never going to give Mitch McConnell no. a pat on the back for no. anything. Mitch McConnell, Ted Cruz, none of them. And everyone's like, they condemn them. They, those people are the reason this happened yesterday. Exactly. They are the reason. And like you said, sometimes I have to catch myself too with like giving Mitt Romney too much credit because it's like, um, no, you should have been doing this a long time ago or you, you should, this is what you're supposed to do. It doesn't matter what party you belong to. You know That's the right. difference between right and wrong and you should put your morals, if you have any, above your party and you know when things are wrong. Speak up about it. That's why like everyone was like, oh, like Mitt Romney, um, like spoke out against him like even before all this, like in the beginning. And I'm like, I understand that, but everyone should have. Because everyone knew what was happening. Like, yeah, I'm not going to go and bash Mitt Romney because, like, I'm not going to bash him for being a Republican. You know what I mean? I don't do that. Like, we have all our beliefs, but there's a difference between being a Republican and being a Trump supporter. Absolutely. I'm not going to go and be like, oh, wow, like, yeah, Mitt Romney's awesome just because he was doing what he was supposed to do and all the other ones weren't. Like, yeah, Mitt Romney's not a bad guy, but all the other ones are horrible people. And they're the reason all this happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, this seed has been planted back from 2016. You guys, they knew. You knew what you were doing. Every time you enabled him, every time you made excuses for him, every time you tried to turn things into something that they weren't when they were at clear as day, it, very clear what they were. That and- was all leading up to this point. And everyone wanted to pick Hillary's emails, Hillary's emails, really? Because Hillary said this was going to happen. She knew who he was. She knew him before all of this. She knew who Trump was. She said all this was going to happen. And everyone ignored her. And now look. <clears throat> now we're a laughing stock. I mean, we always were. 
um, since Trump got elected. But this this takes the cake. This is um, what I think the third or fourth time that the Capitol has been breached. So there have been attacks before. The first was in 1814, British troops burned the Capitol down. Then in 1954, nationalists from Puerto Rico attacked the Capitol. There was a shooting in 1998 where um, two officers lost their life. They were fatally shot. And then two days ago, January 6th, the insurrectionists that were pro-Trump. Yeah, literally disgusting. And then um, I actually, so I know this girl from college and she was an international student and she actually tweeted out. She was like, you know, when me and my family first moved to America, my family um, back home in like her home country, they would tell everyone like, oh, my family got to move to America. My family had the opportunity. Like she was like, whenever I would go home and visit, my aunt would tell everyone like, this is my niece that lives in America now. And she said, now when I go back, they're like, oh my God, is everything we see on the news true? Like, is it really that bad? This, that, and the other. Yeah. So it's I'm telling. Uh, oh yeah, they, they're glued just as we are. When I went abroad back in 2018, um, I was in Leeds, which is like, what, two hours north of London. I was there for about five or six months. And when I would go to class, like the first few weeks of class, I'm getting to know people and they would hear me speak and hear my accent. The first questions they would ask me were about Trump, about health care, about Hillary, um, who I voted for. And not in a disrespectful way, but just genuinely curious, because who wouldn't be? If you see the theatrics on TV from a foreign country and then you're meeting someone from that country, you would be just as curious. And I had to tell them, I'm like, everything that you're seeing is true. Like, that's really how he is. That's really what we're dealing with. And it is horrific. And also to touch on you mentioning like people asking who you voted for. That is so true. I have to say before this Trump presidency, like if you meet someone um, overseas, like I've traveled and stuff, or if you're just talking to someone, you wouldn't really wonder like, oh, did this person vote for Obama or not? Or, oh, um, is this person like, like did they vote um, for Clinton or Bush, like something yeah, like, like that? Yeah, like did they know? vote for like John McCain or Obama? Like who did they vote for? You never wondered that because it was never this divided. You know, it was just about like the basic party beliefs. Um, obviously it was always correct, but this is like a new level. And I like how you mentioned that because it's very true. So, um, a lot of people assume like if I meet someone, uh, a lot of them like in Texas, for example, when I would get an Ubers, a lot of the drivers assumed I was a Trump supporter. I guess because I'm like a white girl, you know, and they would assume I'm Trump's when they would start talking to me and they would start like talking smack about how New York is run by Democrats, not knowing I'm from New York City and all this <laughs> stuff. And I would just sit there uncomfortably like because uh, in Texas, they carry, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> no. And then the other day I was on TikTok live and this little girl, uh, she must have been like 10. And in my TikTok live, she wrote on the TikTok live. She was like, um. Uh, she was like, oh, uh, do you support Trump? And I was like, no, I don't. Uh, I don't support anything he does, this and the other. And like, that's all I'm going to say about it because uh, do I want to get on, into politics on TikTok Live with 10-year-old girls? Not really because that's my following. But I was like, no, I don't. She was like, okay, good. And then she responded, okay, good, just making sure. So I think it is crazy that 10-year-old girls are even worried about it. And she was a black girl. Um, and that just shows... I, it's true. Like, okay, there are, there is a specific YouTuber who 
recently came out as a Trump supporter and I unsubscribed. Yeah, I had to leave because I'm like, there's no way I'm comfortable supporting you. And that's just my, just like it's your choice to come out as a Trump supporter, I'm making it my choice to fall back and I have to unsubscribe because this just does not align with who I am as a person, especially like me being Black. I, I understand why that young girl was hesitant before she started supporting you because she's like, you know, I like this girl's content, but where does she stand on people like me? And I feel like a lot of Trump supporters like to play the card of, you know, you know just because we voted for Trump doesn't mean da 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 da. And it's like, it kind of does because you're enabling it. Um, you don't see any fault in it. You don't see enough fault to not support him. And that in itself is a problem. So if I have exactly, that's why I'm glad she asked me. Um, yeah. But I think it's sad that she even had to, that a 10-year-old black girl in America had to ask someone whose content she likes if they support Trump or not because that is the way our country is. Like, that is sad because white girls don't need to go and asking people. You know what they I mean? They don't. Because you, like, they, a lot of white people, you don't have to, like, where, I mean, you make the choice if you want to um, engage with Trump supporters or not, but it isn't as deep of an issue. Granted, we we don't control like, oh, if your cashier is a Trump supporter, you're not you're not going to just walk away from the store. You're going to like still buy your product, whatever. But in some cases where you can control it, like, where am I sending my viewership? Because my exactly. view gives them money. You know, stuff like that. I'm not putting money in your pocket if your views are a threat to my life. Exactly. And that's why I think it is so sad. And that right there is like the perfect example of what is wrong with America. Like, the fact that you even had to ask me that, like, literally my heart broke. I was like, this is so sad. Like, you know, like, it was really like, what the hell is this country? Like, what did it come to? Like, no, it's always been this way. It's always been this way. And with people like us, with you growing up in Queens, me growing up in Philly, metropolitan areas that are very diverse. Um, I mean, yes, there's racist people in New York, there's racist people in Philly, but we're not, um, we, like we don't see it as often because we grew up with every type of person around us. I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. They're everywhere. But when, like, I know, like, one of my friends, she's from Georgia and in school, she's mixed. And she always said in school, she was only like, they were all white. She was the only black person and she was mixed and she would still get, you know, like made fun of and things like that. And I was like, wow, like, I don't think I realized until I leave New York City, you know, because obviously in classes you look around and there's people from everywhere. So I totally get what you're saying. Like, we're not exposed to it as much. Yeah. But it's just crazy. <laughs> but before this presidency, like, I don't think people would have asked me like, oh, who did you vote for? Because yeah, not at all. Trump literally incites violence. He's racist. Everything like people that support him. It's like especially women that support him. Like, do you love yourself? Like, yeah, I don't. I don't understand it at all. Um, and the more that I see the people that support him, especially in like um, Middle America, I think it's it's rooted in it's very closed off. Like, as opposed to cities that are along the coast or just bigger metropolitan areas like they don't a lot of them don't have to deal with people who aren't like them and they're just by nature close-minded and clearly very impressionable because for you to storm the capital based off of a lie some some tweets like it's pretty sad but we live in the age of google 
and there's no excuse for you guys to be uneducated and uninformed. You now you're at this point, people are actively choosing to be ignorant. They are comfortable in their ignorance. They are comfortable in their racism, their bigotry, their xenophobia, their homophobia, all of it. Islamophobia, all the phobias. They're comfortable uh, in their white supremacy. That's what it is. 1000%. And I mentioned this before, but literally the guy had the wrong flag of Georgia. He had the country of Georgia's flag. That right there literally tells you everything you need to know about these people. Like, I'm so sorry, but it's just crazy. And then why are you flying a Nazi flag around America? Why? These people aren't saying, and I hope they arrest a lot of people and put them in jail because what they did, literally domestic terrorism charged them with. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah, this like, is terrorism. I can't even, like, fathom it. Like, flying Confederate and Nazi flags in America, um, it's sad. And I think the rest of the world realized what a joke we were. Because, you know, before that, obviously before this presidency, people, whenever, like, you meet someone, they're like, oh, you're American. Like, when you're, like, traveling abroad, like, that's so cool. But now the tune totally changed. And, like, now I'm, like, want to move to London. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even want to stay here. Like, this is a horrible place right now. And I I pray for, like, the future and, you know, future people that it gets better. But this is horrifying. And it's always been like this. It's just now it's more noticeable. Yeah, it's more country. mainstream. Like, before, people were, they were hiding. quiet. Mm-hmm. And, and now they have a voice. Yeah, because the president gave them power. That's mm-hmm. why. The president gave them power. It's, I can't. I want to see arrests. I want to see charges. I want to see everything that you can put out there because the same way that the government used facial recognition to find the people that were taking items from the Nike store, the Apple store, whatever, during the um, the peaceful protest because those people weren't even, we let's not even link them to the protesters. Those are just, those were looters and that's whatever. The same way they were able to find those people Go right to Facebook right now. Go to Twitter. Go to Instagram. They are showing you what they've done. You see their names. You see where they work. You see where they live. Half of them probably stayed in D.C. overnight. They booked hotels. Like, you can find these people if you really want to. Funny you said that they did because, so, I know they arrested um, a few people because, um, and then the news was showing the names of everyone. They showed, like, the names of, like, the main leaders who are, you know, like, started this and they're like oh that guy's looking for them but out of everyone this also tells a lot are you ready out of everyone arrested in washington the day of the um attack on the capitol only one of them was from dc everyone traveled they traveled they weren't wearing masks they had hotels they were stealing stuff and posting about it like the woman who was shot uh posted about it yeah and she was from san diego yeah, it's a picture. She's like, we won't back down this and that. Um, One of the leaders of this crazy alt-right group from Hawaii was there. Another one from Arizona. Um, They literally traveled all over. Imagine crossing state lines to commit a federal crime and losing your life in the name of Trump. And can we talk about how Trump is indefinitely banned from Facebook <laughs> and Instagram? And Twitter had banned him for like 12 hours or something like that. And he had to go through an aide to release a statement. 
they should have did that a long time it's like, ago. I was going to say, I was literally, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, the damage is already done. You're going to do this because there was a terrorist attack on the Capitol. This is, the damage is done. You should have been doing this a long time ago. That's why everyone who did not condemn him and allowed him to keep going did this. They created this monster. That's what, like, everyone's like, wow, they Instagram and Facebook banned him indefinitely, Twitter, this, that. I'm like, they should have been doing this a long time ago when he tweeted January 6th. Because he tweeted it in December. Like, there's literally no excuse for any of this. And it shouldn't have taken this for them to come to that conclusion. Like, you didn't think any of the other stuff was bad enough? Exactly. That's why it's just like, it's horrifying. And then, I know we mentioned this earlier, but like, how are you not prepared? Like, they knew that the, these attacks were going to happen. These were planned. Yeah. I honestly, in my head, they probably assumed they weren't going to get violent because, for whatever reason, they probably didn't think they were going to storm the Capitol because apparently these people are patriots, quote unquote patriots, right? Like, yeah, okay. What a joke. Yeah, it is a joke and it's disgusting. And I am absolutely embarrassed to be an American. Some athletes actually spoke out. Um as per usual, like, they're very vocal about social justice and things that happen in politics. Um, athletes like LeBron James, Draymond Green, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Matt Barnes, all share, you know, equal sentiments, basically that this is beyond outra- outrageous and we're not surprised, you know, black people have been saying this forever. Um, I'm going to read some of the statements. So Jalen Brown said, in one America, you get killed by sleeping in your car, selling cigarettes, or playing in your backyard. In another America, you get to storm the Capitol, and no tear gas, no massive arrests, none of that. LeBron said, we live in two Americas, and it was a prime example of that yesterday. Draymond Green said, that's not a protest, that's a terrorist attack. Stop using the same word, it's disrespectful. It's ridiculous, and it's shameful to keep calling them protesters. Um, Yanni said, my kid is going to grow up here in America, and my kid is black. I cannot imagine my kid going through what I see on TV. Lastly, uh, Coach Doc Rivers said, could you imagine today if those were all black people storming the Capitol and what would have happened? Yep, exactly. And they're all right. Also, there's um, another tweet. So you mentioned the video of the police hand-walking one of the riders down the yeah. stairs. So it was a video, and a girl quoted and wrote that NYPD broke my ribs while I was trying to record them brutalizing a teen. Broke her ribs. Because she was recording them. Now, these people are screaming in their faces, uh, throwing punches, and uh, nothing. They're helping them, taking selfies with them. Also, another thing that's important to note, so after Mitt Romney spoke, uh, you know, in the chambers or whatever it was, uh, the Senate um, broke out into applause, but it was reported that uh, the Democratic uh, like senators were the only ones clapping and the Republicans were not. Because, you want to know why? This is what he said. Mitt Romney said, the best way we can show respect for the voters who are upset is by telling them the truth. So the Democratic senators broke out an applause and the Republicans didn't. Um, example number 10,000, why they are the exactly. reason this happened. Because I don't see anything wrong with that statement. Nope. And this isn't about uh, these people aren't even. It's not even about like Republicans. It is Trump supporters because Mitt Romney was also booed at the airport Which by Trump, Trump supporters. Meanwhile, this I, man, like girl, this, 
She was doing the most. She was. Meanwhile, he's a Republican. You know what I mean? Like, that's why it's like these people don't even care about that. They are literally like a Trump cult. Like, they worship this man kind it's of like thing. You know what I mean? That's like just crazy. They were, I saw this guy trying to do this deep dive into where um, Mitt Romney was sitting in the boarding area, why he was by himself. And he was like, you see him sitting alone? I it's because <laughs> he doesn't want to be with the people that he's supposed to represent. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, first of all, anybody who flies a lot, like, I know a lot of you can relate. Sometimes you just want to, you don't want to sit next to anybody, even before COVID. Like, and then keep that in mind as well. We're in a pandemic. Why would he want to be sitting near people? You're waiting for your flight. It's usually like early in the morning, midday, later, whatever hour. You typically just want to chill and be by yourself if you're flying alone. Am I supposed to be sitting next to a stranger and just starting up a conversation with them? Like, typically not. Like, he was on his iPad minding his business. Why are we doing think pieces on where he's sitting and why he was by himself because he was alone especially especially when you're a politician uh usually you don't really go like go and um you know like talk to people like you know what i mean like oh like what do you want to talk about and two there's a pandemic and three he was also wearing and you know he cares about because he was wearing masks when they showed him in the chamber it's like these people are insane like i just don't like what do you want him to do go and shake everyone's hand in the airport I think he handled it really well, especially because they booed him when he got on the plane, which was also just so rude. Like, it makes no sense to me. Like, so, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I've said everything I needed yeah. to say. Oh, the Bucks and the Pistons also took me. They took oh. me before their game on Wednesday night. Um, I thought that was nice. However, I was watching um, Shannon Sharp the other day, and I, I believe it was Shannon Sharp who was saying, like, don't do that. Like, take a knee for things that are actually important. Like, don't even dignify what happened at Capitol Hill. And I actually agree with them. I do appreciate um, what they did. And I'm not, it's, it wasn't wrong at all. It was very nice what they did. But I see Shannon Sharp's point. Like, don't even give them the recognition that they want because that it was ridiculous what they did like we're not even gonna put any more attention on them because they don't deserve it yeah yeah i get both yeah, sides I see you both know sides. yeah like it wasn't harmful doing it but like if they didn't do it they wouldn't have gotten back yeah, exactly. you know yeah so yeah hopefully the government does their job and go find the people who have proudly degraded your precious democracy because they they walked up in there like like they pay bills in capitol hill like they they were walking through like they were familiar with the building oh yeah and one protester like peed outside um like one of the offices while they were hiding in there yeah I never thought I would. There's a lot more, but I feel like there's a lot more, but this is all I could remember, and we spilled yeah, a lot did. here in this uh, 35 minutes. We did. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be more to come before we come back next week. Definitely. Um. So, yeah, I'm sorry this episode wasn't um, uh, center on sports, but at the same time, I feel like it would be 
uh, I don't even know the word. It, like, it would be irresponsible for us no not to we, acknowledge this. Yeah. There was no way we could have came on here and been like, oh, so guess who's going to the playoffs? Like, especially when this yeah. is happening right now, there was just no way that we could have done that. Um, but yeah, Christy, you want to take it from here? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 18 of Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Make sure that you are subscribed to us on Spotify and that you're following us on social media at DYCT Podcast. Again, that is DYCT Podcast, and you will hear from us next week.